Good evening. It's no longer afternoon. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, <clears throat> April the 22nd, 2021. It's another Taking the Alpha podcast. It's got a great show lined up for you today. We are uh, running later than usual. It was just a, a schedule conflict we announced on uh, Twitter and and uh, on uh, my Discord. And I can't remember if I got it up on the YouTube uh, on YouTube or not. Either way, uh, we're here. We've got another great show lined up for you today. Glad you could join us. If this is your first time, we talk about video game news, movies, and television. A little bit about ourselves, and then we answer questions for the, the shits and giggles. That's the Technical Alpha Podcast, and we're glad that you can join us here. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell you to go on over to uh, youtube.com slash TV. Hit the subscribe button and bell icon so you can be notified whenever these podcasts go up. If you want to help support us and you can't do so financially on patreon.com slash TV, you can do so by just going on over there, watching the podcast on YouTube, leaving a like, leaving a comment, because uh, all of those things, watch time, comments, likes, all those things go a long way in uh, in helping us out. And uh, we appreciate those who continue to do so each and every week. And now it is time for the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it's been a good week. It's been busy, super busy, um, but uh, good nonetheless. Had a little bit of a scare this morning, so um, oh. man. Okay, so <laughs> I stayed up really late last night um, to get the song done. Yes, and then um, you know sometimes when I'm like, uh, and we've talked about this before. I think you're the same way. Um, when I when I stop work late, um, even more so that like now my body's been trained that like you know come a certain time. I usually like to be done work because it gives me like about an hour, hour and a half to just breathe and wind down, before, wind down before I go to sleep. But <clears> I've <throat> stopped working at like 1 a.m. And then I stayed up until, you know, 2, 2 30 in the morning. Mm. Um, and then uh, Kai woke up uh, earlier than normal. And I, I was already I was already awake. And, um, so I had gotten up, used the bathroom, um, Kayla went in cause he was screaming going on. Uh, so Kayla went in to go and grab Kai because sometimes if Kai wakes up at like say six, um, he usually, he's usually gets up at around seven and then he plays in his, in his bed for a half hour, um, mm. maybe even 45 minutes, like reads a book and he's got, uh, just a couple of things. You can just hear him talking to himself and he doesn't really want to get out of bed. He's just kind of chilling. But this morning he was just like pissed off. Like he was just whatever. So Caleb went in and grabbed him. So I'm uh, the shower is on. I turn the shower on though. I'm, you know, letting the water run until it gets hot. And, um, you know, Kai's cranky and I go laying back in bed for a second. I'm like, Kai, you'll come give daddy a hug and stuff. He comes over, he gives me a hug and uh, he calms down. And then um, I'm like, all right, I got to get up. I'm going to take a shower as I'm handing Kai over, uh, back to Kayla, I noticed that his blanket, um, the tag, there was a little tag on the blanket mm. and he must've, um, he must've been kind of playing with the tag or whatever. I don't know if he was doing it for comfort or I don't know, but the tag was wrapped around his, um, his middle finger and his finger was like purple, 
Like uh, I was like, I was like, oh my god, what the fuck, right? So I run out to the kitchen, try and grab scissors because I could cut this tag off. And we end up getting the tag off, and um, uh, yeah, his finger was like, you know, it 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 was around. I don't know. I don't think it was there. I don't think it was was there like too too long. Yeah. Like I think it happened like in the morning when he woke up, and which is what made him get up and like you know cry. And we just didn't know anything until I physically saw like his blanket when I passed him over. His blanket was just like like he wasn't on it, but the blanket was falling. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I look, and I was like, uh oh. So we take that off. Um, and uh, his finger's fine. It's, it's <laughs> totally, it's at totally fine. But we kind of lucked out because, like, if I didn't see it, and he was like already calmed down, but his finger was looking mangled, man. He it probably like, couldn't it, even feel it much anymore at that point. It, literally, like it, yeah. it was like it was like it was it was pretty bad. Mm. Uh, but anyway, his finger's totally fine. It looks normal. He's got full. So, as soon as we released it, right, it started. It was swollen a little bit, and it was yeah, coming back. Of course. And the color came back and stuff. So anyway, we got a little lucky. They were kind of <laughs> scared us and spooked us a little bit. But uh, yeah, and then I got up and started my day. So uh, the day the day kind of started with a with a holy shit moment, and um, <laughs> you know it's all good. But uh, yeah, that's sort of the highlight. I wouldn't say highlight, but it's been the it was more, a low light. It was a low light, but it was a bit more of the 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 mo- jarring uh, thing, especially like when <laughs> your first thing in the morning when you're, everybody's just waking up and. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was my morning. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I, I didn't do anything fancy this week. <clears throat> really, I finished Outriders. Uh, so that's done. Um, uh, we got to the end game. I did some of the end game raid stuff. Uh, and I just called it there. I was like, you know what? I think I got enough for this review because the only thing that I would be doing from here on out is basically just raids to build up and like the same raids until I build you build up like enough column points I guess or whatever and then you can go on to like the big the big big raid and then that's like the fucking show uh as of the content right now so it's all the same gameplay loop all this nothing fucking changes you even play some of the the same raids over and over again so I was like you know what I think I'm good uh I couldn't take listening to the sound effects in that game any longer it was literally taking the hearing away from my body uh especially the the sound effect that my, uh, so I was using a Technomancer and they have, um, like a toxic skill that you apply to your, your bullets. And, uh, I had a, I created a build whereby, um, I could theoretically, as long as I could kill one smaller enemy once in a while, I could theoretically have nearly infinite ammo with one magazine. So I didn't have to reload. Mm. And I'd constantly have the toxic bullets on. Normally it only lasts for one to two magazines. But I came up with a, this build where essentially I had infinite fucking ammo. The problem with that, as great as that is, because it like triples your damage. The problem with that is that the sound effect for whenever you have the toxic applied to your bullets is one of the worst sounds I've ever heard in my entire fucking life out of a video game. And you know what it sounds like? The, oh, the closest thing I can come up with would be like, you know what? Um, what a speaker sounds like when it's been completely blown. Like, and I don't mean a little bit blown, mm. but I mean completely bro- blown. It's like that harsh <laughs> white <laughs> noise, uh, <laughs> like like TV white noise turned to like 14, oh. crunchy. Yeah, yeah. Like that. And the sound effect is about, I would say, 9 dB higher than every other sound in the fucking game. 
Doesn't matter if there's an enemy in front of you, literally like, mur, 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 whatever. You're just hearing this white noise, like, it's like this awful grating noise over and over again. And, uh, and so, you know, after like, I don't know, 20 hours of that, I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to review the game from here. I don't think it's going to make any difference. Uh, we put in, I think, uh, I don't know, somewhere like 25 to 35 hours. Uh, beat all the campaign stuff. Uh, and so I'm going to write the review here in the next couple of days, and then we'll get that that all up. But I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the, the mini review. Don't spend $70 on Outriders. The only people spending $70 on Outriders are people that are, like, really big on that looter-shooter genre, like, di- mm. like the Division and shit like that. Yeah. But they also love wasting money. That's the category of, of Outriders. Because if you can still play De- uh, the Division 2, or even Destiny, or literally any other looter-shooter, shit, Anthem is probably, if it wasn't for the lack of content, arguably a better choice, if only because it would save your hearing. So mm. Outriders, I would say, is maybe wait until that shit's about 20 bucks. Because right now, hell no! <laughs> to the no, no, no! <laughs> no! That's basically... Hell to the no! Basically, my, uh... Oh, 41 hours with some breaks. So yeah, we played a fair amount of fucking of, uh, of Outriders. So anyway, there you go. That And that was my week. Other than that, uh, I had another doctor's appointment because my feet were, like, I, I think I mentioned this last week, Feet have been swelling, uh, sitting in the chair, uh, like, it doesn't take very long, uh, so we were a little concerned about that, because it came out of fucking nowhere, like, two months ago. Like, my ass has been sitting in chairs for a decade. Yeah. And, like, unless it was 40 degrees in the room, there was no feet swelling fucking ever. And this was just happening daily now, so, I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? Doctor was like, well, it's, it's, it's almost 0% chance that it's a blood clot because it's happening in both legs. And she said, if you've managed to get a blood clot in both legs simultaneously, buy a lottery ticket because that shit never fucking happens. Uh, so she said, I'm not concerned about it being clot or anything, especially since the swelling goes away when you put your feet up for like an hour. So it's, it's unlikely to be anything like that. We're still going to get some imaging done just to rule out any weird fuckery. But she's like, I'm not concerned about it. So we'll wait until the cases go down. And then you can come in and we'll give her a look-see. She said, honestly, this is what I think it is. You have no ass. I said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) She said, you have no ass. Thank you for the reminder. Also, shout-outs to mom (laughs) for the genetic lottery on that one. So, no ass. Uh, And she said, you changed chairs. I said, yeah. The the chair that you bought the air on, no cushion on the air on. It's like that mesh seat. Yeah. Yep. which is similar to what this chair is like now because the cushion is completely gone out of it. So it's like sitting on a, a fucking hard wooden chair. She said between having no ass and sitting on a hard-ass chair and then you change chairs, I have a sneaking suspicion that you actually managed to damage some nerves and have some nerve impingements in your, like, your, like up your ass and groin area, which I said, that sounds right because I've been sore as fuck for, like, a month now, when I go walking, it takes like 40 minutes to get like my ass to stop hurting. And she said, yeah, well, that's probably, uh, probably what it is. And I said, that can cause swelling, nerve damage, you know, nerve sh-. Said, Yeah. And other shit that you're experiencing. So I was like, all right, well, we'll wait and see. So she recommended like foam rolling more than I already do. And, uh, you know, like uh, stuff I've already been doing, walking more. I've got a cushion on this to like, I need, yeah. I need to go to Brazil and get ass implants, Jeff. I need that Brazilian <laughs> badonka don't. You need a Kardashian treatment. I need the Kardashian treatment, the full Kim, top to bottom. 
Um, so that's that's that was it. So it was a bit of a relief on one hand. On the other hand, she said, unfortunately, that shit takes a long time to heal. So she said, get used to being uncomfortable for a while. And I was like, all right, well, fuck. All right, great, great, awesome. So anyway, that was that was it. That was the extent of my week. Other than that, I have been um, um, I've been doing my breathing exercises, Jeff, to not want to uh, go and find our premier and slap him in the mouth. That's my that's been my my uh, other part of this week. I've been ranting on Twitter like crazy, and today was a great follow up because he's managed to somehow take zero responsibility for our current situation while simultaneously telling the entire province we're not supposed to blame the Ontario folks that came in and broke protocol, resulting in all the cases we have right now, but that it is everyone's shared responsibility. So he wants all of Nova Scotia to feel bad about the fact that somebody from Ontario came into the province and that a handful of stupid Nova Scotians that were friends of theirs got together and then sparked a over 100 case, including variant outbreak that now has the entire province on full-blown lockdown. I was like, what? How insulting can you get? We've all been busting our ass for a year. We've seen travel cases being the only cases for like five months now straight. It's the only cases coming in. It's like, oh, travel-related, travel-related, travel-related. And at no point did they think, maybe we should back off on the travel shit <laughs> just a bit. And now here we are. And now we've, got, now we've got cases. So other than that, that's it. Blood pressure, never been better. And let's talk about some video games, Mr. Black, shall we? The um the link that you gave me for the uh, is it not working? Topics, yeah, it's not working. It says unable to open up the file at this time. Please That's check the address. Intriguing. I don't know. Let me let me try this again. Then, what about that? Is that gonna work? Yep, that one worked. Magnificent. Beautiful. There we go. We're good. All right. So, oh right, that's the other thing. Oh, I, I'll mention this to you as well. Uh, the other thing I did this week. PGA 2K21, I have been recreating, I won't use the real name, but I'll use the name, you'll know what I'm talking about, I've been recreating the Rock and Country Club mm. in the editor. Mm. I got a satellite image, and I measured the yardage with Google uh, World, <laughs> which sounds like a lot of work, but it wasn't really, because they have tools in there where you literally just point and click and you could trace, you know, whatever the fuck. So I got yardage and everything else. Now, mind you, the rest of it has to be from memory, because I can't, like, fucking... You know, you can't enhance so much that you're going to be able to see all of it. But I, uh, I finished, I finished all the roughing out all the holes yesterday. I had Brian there. He was like helping me try and like remember details that I couldn't quite, like some of the holes I just couldn't even see in my head anymore. Like honest, honest to fuck, like lots of them I could like number nine and obviously like one and two, like that shitty little 85 yard straight uphill fucking meme. Uh, and so I've been rebuilding all that, and that's done. Now I just gotta go back. I'm gonna start putting the trees in and shit, and then we're all done. Uh, Brian and I are gonna are gonna take it for a rip uh, and see just how accurate I recreated the uh, the old Rock and Country Club. So uh, nice. it's some some artistic liberties there, though. Like uh, because it, when you're playing it in the game, way easier than it was in real life. So you know, I put some bunkers where there weren't bunkers and stuff like that to try and make it at least. You know, a little challenging, because otherwise you'd just be fucking ripping through the shit. It's a par three course. And and the only way I could have made it more accurate would be if I didn't put fairway anywhere and everything was just rough. Because that's essentially what it was. If you went to a real golf course, their rough was the Rockin' Country Club's fairway. <laughs> the green, the greens were the fairway on a real golf course. And uh, and that was just the show. So anyway, that's, that's the last thing. Now it's time for some video 
game news. Twitch, Mr. Maxis Black, we're on it right now. And it's an interesting place. It's ever-evolving. And let me let me ask you something. Are you ready for the new meta on Twitch? Um, my body's ready, Adam. Is your, bo- is your body ready for, for the new meta? Because you're going to need that beach body. And not only are you going to need that beach body, you're going to need an inflatable pool, an inflatable banana, which somehow everyone has the same fucking inflatable banana, a Sharpie, and at least one Victoria's Secret swimsuit. Do you have your kit for the new Twitch meta. I don't. I don't. But don't pressure me, Adam, because I will do it. <laughs> don't you have a VTuber coming up for OTT? I, I do. You got to pay Bro. a little extra money just for a swimsuit variant. Mm. Get him in the inflatable pool with a banana and start writing names on it. It's big, it's big money. It's big money it's big these money. days. It's either that, you know, or I could say, hey, Kayla. <laughs> We might only have a we might only have a short window of time here before this is illegal. Yeah. You want to get to work? <laughs> How would you like for me to take care of Kai tonight? <laughs> Why don't you just put sit, on a bathing suit? Sit in this. I got a nice inflatable flo- uh banana and uh I'm thinking about buying ourselves a hot tub. We've already got it all wired here at the house. Fuck We're it. Just we're just missing the tub. How about I take daddy duties tonight and you stream for me or for you? All you have to do you what you'll make a killing. It's true. All you have to do is create really creepy parasocial relationships with a series of neckbeards and call them all princes while writing their names all over said inflatable banana. And you oh. too can make enough to buy a seven series BMW in the first three months, Jeff. Ah, come on, man. Yes. Don't sell me on it, Adam. I've been needing a break. I've been needing a break. Dude, I we uh, Fox looked it up here on the stream. I was like, I might actually just buy the inflatable banana and sit it on the couch behind me. <laughs> just as a joke. Because everyone's going to get it. the joke. Just stick the fucking inflatable banana in the background. And as it turns out, bro, you can get... It's like five for like $10. So even oh. if... Even if, Jeff... If Kayla follows the meta and dry humps that shit into the fucking ground until it pops, you got four backups, boy. That's a that's an amazing return on investment right what, there. What else can you ask for? Nothing as far as I'm concerned. So there you go. Awesome. Fucking Twitch. Anyway, it's a, technically it's still by the rules right now. If there was a definite... If, if you could define technically being right... This this like current thing happening on Twitch might be the most technically following the rules I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. This couldn't push the fucking line any further if it tried. It's crazy. And so we'll just have to wait and see uh, how much longer it lasts. But for now, go get your money, girls. Go get it. Go fucking go get it. You man. might not have much time. Go get it. So go get it. Make that money. Make that paper. Do it. I'm not hating. uh another one down mr black jeff kaplan has left blizzard Mm, i heard yeah he has unfortunately uh jumped ship aaron keller who is a uh another blizzard veteran and founding member uh member of the overwatch team will be replacing kaplan as the director uh moving forward uh and aaron i mean when i say veteran i think aaron's been around for 25 years so like a legit Veteran, which means he too will probably also be gone in the next six months. Just yep. cycling that out. You know what this is for Aaron right now, Jeff? 
This is uh, what I call resume buffing. He is currently mm. buffing his resume. Technically, mm. he probably doesn't give a fuck either. However, they're putting him into that brand new, fresh director to add another mark to his resume so that in six months' time when his ass is ready to leave, he can say that he was the director of the Overwatch team. That's it. Big brain plays. So uh, another one you gone, and here we you are. Know, you want to you know where all these guys are going? There, I bet you, very soon, we're going to hear an announcement that a lot of these Blizzard employees are heading on over to Riot to build their MMO. <sighs> Do you think it's, it's going to happen? I think so. Or I mean, it could be the MMO. Or it could be like any one of the what five different projects Riot's currently working on. I think it's the MMO. They talked about it. They made some announcements about it just like a few days ago. It's coming, and I think <coughs> uh, I think some big star power uh, is saying, you know what, <laughs> Blizzard, deuces, bye. Uh, I'm going over to Riot. How bad do you think morale is at Blizzard right now internally? Um. I, I can't I can't I, I can't even imagine. I, I think I think for the veterans, yeah, they're 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 just all done. I think they're just all done. I can guarantee you if we had if we were a fly on the wall and we mm. could see the text messages between the veterans and the other veterans, the ones that aren't there anymore, or the ones that are, you know, ride note the rest of their contracts or whatever terms they have, or you know, being the corporate guys or gals that is just like, I'm gonna Help you guys get to this finishing line with whatever this is, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna usher my way out. I bet you there's a lot of shit talking. I bet you there's a lot of animosity, and it's, it's over. I mean, yeah. it's done. It's done. I, I, I <clears throat> am not sure, and I'm not even just saying this. <clears throat> I am not sure I'll ever buy another Blizzard game again. Now I can honestly say that I am not sure I'll buy one again. You know. I, I, you know what I think? You know what I think? I think that Diablo 4 and the next iteration of the and the Diablo mobile game that is still, I guess, technically forthcoming. I think after that, there will be maybe one other game, whether it's new or a sequel, whether Overwatch 2 ever gets done, whatever. And then I think Blizzard is done, done. Is done. Yeah. And I think they're completely swallowed by Activision. They get rid of Activision Blizzard. They buy out yep. the rest, and then yep. they just call it a fucking day. Yep. Uh, I could even see as getting as crazy as um, <clears throat> down the road. Like, this won't happen soon, <clears throat> but I think down the road, um, I think, like, licenses will be will be bought out. And I think I think they're going to lose some of their IPs. I think they're just going to get – they're going to sell them off because they're, they, they're just not profiting the right way. And I think the only way to get some of these IPs – like – uh, Blizzard Activision is never going to get rid of WoW. They're never going to get rid of, um, well, yeah, I think that's really the only one. Uh, Diablo. I don't think they'll get rid of Diablo or WoW. Um, but games, titles like StarCraft, Overwatch, um, uh, 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 well, what's the other Heroes. one? Heroes of the Storm. I think what we'll see is I think we may see a buyout. Um and uh, I think the I think the only way that those games ever get resurrected is outside of Blizzard's hands with some of the old veterans, yeah, uh, re bringing it back, and that's their pitch. Like, hey, we're gonna bring it back to where w when you guys loved it, not w what it is now. 
obviously that's down the road. I think we're still we're I think we're still like five plus years out from that. But I I think we're also like three years out of Blizzard Activision just no longer being it. It's just going to be Activision again. Yeah. I, I I think the the Blizzard brand and everything <clears> is just like. I How much value is even left in the Blizzard br- uh, uh, brand? So, uh, like, insofar as that, the value in Blizzard right now is almost entirely World of Warcraft, and then the and then whatever Diablo Mobile generates and Diablo Four. Like, yeah. uh, that's I, I, I'm sure Overwatch is still doing decent numbers for like loot boxes and shit. Same with like Hearthstone buys and, and whatnot, but. If you're looking at like the long-term value of Blizzard as a brand, it still somehow comes down to the evergreen World of it's Warcraft. Wow. It's WoW. Yeah. That's what it is, man. In all honesty, like if WoW didn't exist, I don't think they even work on Overwatch. Yeah. I don't think Overwatch 2 comes I don't think they can afford uh Overwatch 2. Um yeah, Overwatch probably still makes money, but it's not the it's not a a return on investment likely that say a WoW is or a Call of Duty is. You know, it's 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 like it's like um for example, we'll talk it in streaming terms, is say for example, you stream um I don't know, what's a game you like to stream? Name one. Uh, I, I coincidentally uh <laughs> Hearthstone. Hearthstone, okay. So Keep yeah, talking. okay, so yeah, so you you uh you really really oh Adam, okay. You really really like Hearthstone. And uh, you watch, uh, you you stream Hearthstone, and you love Hearthstone, so you're playing Hearthstone. And I mean, I use the word love very loosely, but I'm just saying this for layman's terms. You really, really like Hearthstone. Mm. You play Hearthstone, and when you play Hearthstone, you do you do uh, good numbers, right? So, say for example, you had a thousand viewers when you play Hearthstone, awesome. But then you play a different game, and you know that game in itself. Um, you you enjoy as well um you're not like over the moon about it but you do enjoy it it's competent you play it and that gets you 500 so you lose you lose half but that game that you're playing is no longer growing it's no longer it's it's got no it's got no legs left you're basically like the technical alpha podcast where it's like you know it's like the like the life's a glitch tv brand it's like we're just riding this thing until nobody else wants to be part of it anymore right yeah. you know and so that's what the vast majority of blizzard games are outside of wow and so it doesn't make any sense when it when a better opportunity comes right so say another game comes out magic the gathering and you play that and now you're getting 2000 viewers right why would you want to spend your time playing hearthstone even though you really like it and you might not like Magic the Gathering as much, but it's way more advantageous for you to do it. It's more profitable. It makes sense. The game is growing. You, you 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 can actually thrive to a degree, and it's doing better for you. So where are you going to spend your time? I mean, you're likely going to spend your time playing Magic the Gathering. You might dabble in with Hearthstone once in a while out of pure pleasure because it's just what you want to do, but you can't really afford to do that. It's no different than what Blizzard's in right now. Why in the fuck would they continue to dump money in games like Overwatch, games like um, Heroes of the Storm, StarCraft, uh, Diablo, uh, whatever, if it's if it's not generating the money that, say, a WoW does, a Call of Duty does, or whatever other mobile garbage they can throw out there that's just making them way more money? Why would you allocate more funds 
to a thing that is dying out. It just is. It might not be dying fast, some much faster than others, but why would you? And that's the reason why I think inevitably, um, just like how they cut ties with Heroes of the Storm, how they cut ties with StarCraft, they're going to do the same with Overwatch. They're going to do the same with Diablo. Um, this is Diablo's last oorah. Blizzard fans out there, if you don't go out there and buy Diablo 4 like a motherfucker and buy that shit and stream that shit and play that shit and buy their shit, this is going to be your last Diablo game. There will not be a Diablo 5. This is, is still probably happening. going this to is, be. This is probably your last one. Yeah. There's a reason why Warcraft 4 isn't a thing. Yeah. If people, it's because they're better off putting their resources and money into it. And if you take a look at all the talent they're losing, all of all of the people that made those games great and those games are still dying and they're losing those people, there's no way. There's no way they're going to continue. So enjoy it now because the inevitable is coming. It's it's on its way out. It's dying. It's a dying breed. Um, the founders are gone. The fucking the the everybody's gone. And um that's just it. I I I, I just do not see Blizzard um continuing for for uh, outside of World of Warcraft and Diablo slash Hearthstone for more than another three years. And I think within five, two two of those games are Dunsky. They're it's it's over. Like this is the last the last milking. This is the great milking right here. <laughs> the, uh, great, the great milking. They they couldn't even they couldn't even do uh, HD remakes well. They everything they did the remasters it was all it was all fluff. It was all garbage. It was a, it was another money grab with no substance. And it's the dream is dead. Yeah, I uh Yeah, I I fully suspect that we're we're going to see it just become Activision inside of 3 years. I fully expect that this is the last Diablo. I fully expect that that um that Blizzard's got maybe one other game up its sleeve before this whole thing is just ride wow into the ground. And that will be the show. Um the only way that it that it doesn't become that is if Activision decides to inject Blizzard with a bunch of new talent and give them a major project for Activision. Not for Blizzard's sake, because up to this point, it's been more or less, you know, uh, do things within some guidelines for sure, but it's still Blizzard trying to be Blizzard. And I, I emphasize trying uh, in that sentence, but yeah, I don't think you're going to get that for much longer. So there you go. Jeff Kaplan's gone. Another veteran replaces him. I'm sure that he's not going to be long for the position either. Nope. Uh, we still don't know anything more about Overwatch 2. I'm not even convinced that game's going to come out. Uh, but we will wait and see. And uh, and just more sad news for Blizzard fans everywhere at this point. If you're not already numbed to the news, maybe you're just numbed to the shit at this point, but all the same. Uh, Resident Evil had a showcase this past week, Mr. Black. Did you see any of that pop up? I, I didn't know. Okay, so... Uh, it brought a new trailer for the, the upcoming game. Uh, it also had, uh, the limited time game demos. So the first of the game demos already happened. The second of the demos is coming up on the 24th in North America and the 25th for Europe. Uh, I have EU and Europe written to, okay, so Europe and I think Japan is the other, is the other territory or Asia. Uh, announced, uh, they also announced that it's going to have a mercenaries mode for village, which looked kind of like more or less an arcade type uh mode where you're probably just trying to do some objective based stuff 
um, for points and things of that nature and be able to select certain uh, items or abilities or whatever going in, etc., etc. So an, an additive mode to, uh, to Village. Uh, also, we got in that, uh, that whole spiel Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, the animated series that's coming in July. That's the 3D animated series uh, that takes place after Resident Evil 4 inside the White House of all places. Uh, that's, it was like you saw a screenshot and it was like Leon or whatever standing in the White House and a little weird that was, but here we are. Uh, Resident Evil 4 VR was also announced and got a trailer. So they're, they're VRing Resident Evil 4 on top of that. So they're getting lots of, uh, lots of, uh, traction out of, uh, out of this Resident Evil 4 3D animated series. Uh, and, uh, you know, the VR didn't look too bad. Uh, I mean, it's what you expected. I don't know how they're going to do deal with like the quick time events because that game had a shitload of quick time. That game was like in the the golden era of yeah. press button to do thing. Yeah. Um, and so, or I should say, press button many times to do yeah. thing. <laughs> Jam A to punch rock. Um, so I don't know how they're going to deal with that yet. I don't know if anyone knows. And then the other thing was, um, I think. What was it? I think I think these cutscenes are still going to be third person. So you'll get pulled out, I guess, VR, you'll still get you'll get pulled out into a third person to see the cutscenes. That was like the only two things that that people were kind of like questioning cuz obviously the yeah, Resident Evil 4 was very much designed specifically for the over the shoulder uh third person kind of deal. So uh yeah, there you go. So the VR uh, coming out for that. Lots of people going to be excited, I'm sure to Hop into a, you know, give them a reason to play Resident Evil 4 again. It is one of the more popular in the in the series. But in general, if you check the trailer, uh, you know, Resident Evil Village still looking uh, very good. Definitely, I'm feeling this more than than the last one. This one's feeling more Resident Evilly than the last one did uh, for me. Vis- you know, visually and and thematically, the last one felt kind of like a more of a generic horror uh, game that was obviously done very well, and you enjoyed it a great deal. Um, yeah, I did. But it didn't feel like Resident Evil to me. It felt like it just felt like a horror game that was really well done and in VR, but it didn't feel like Resident Evil whereas this when I watched the trailers and the characters and stuff it actually feels very much more like a uh, a Resident Evil uh kind of experience. So, uh yeah, and that that comes out in the not too distant future. I can't remember what the uh what the release date is for it, but it's not it's not too far away. So we'll have more on that, I'm sure, soon enough. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to be playing. If there was one game that you will likely take a break from to Resident play, Evil. it will yeah. be Resident Evil. Absolutely. There you go. I fucks with Resident Evil. <laughs> I'll take a massive stream hit to play Resident Evil. There's not many games I'll do it, but it Resident Evil is still one of those. It's like it, the only piece of game news that I like. I I get up in the morning for where I'm like, yeah, you know what? Fucking Resident Evil. Resident Evil. It's still got that thing. It's still got that special place in my heart. And you know what? And you know what? I've got to appreciate. I've got to appreciate that Capcom's managed to completely turn Resident Evil like a 180 after five and six. Because five and six were so dog shit in every possible way. I mean, we played five and six. We famously played five all the way yes. through co-op lag TV. Yes. Um, and whoever designed that game needs to never ever design, design games. games ever again uh and six wasn't really any better um so yeah it, it's it's crazy to see them uh with seven completely bring it back and now with eight it feels 
really back to where you know Resident Evil should be, and uh, and that's nice to see. So I guess props for for actually steering that ship in the right uh, in the right direction. Uh, next up, not to be uh, surprised or anything, but Amazon. If you if anyone even remembers this, two years ago or so, Amazon announced they were doing an, uh, a Lord of the Rings MMO. And uh, they were doing it in partnership or, or in tandem with Tencent uh, at the time. Uh, and just announced that that has been uh, dropped. That uh, Amazon specifically is dropping that, uh, that game. Again, not surprising because Amazon... I don't even, has Amazon completed any other game than their Top Gear game? I don't think so. I think the Top Gear game was like the only game that fully got finished. Everything else is coming to Amazon. Uh, I think has been cancelled at this point or put off into some weird future where anything ever comes out of that studio. So the one thing here uh, is that I think Tencent is the one that technically has the rights to this game. I don't think it was Amazon. So what does that mean? Well, because it was a dispute between Amazon and Tencent, I suspect that there's a chance that Tencent takes the game where it is now and continues to produce the game and eventually have it come out because you know, two years of development on MMO, nobody's going to want to waste all that shit. So I'm sure Tencent will be considering whether or not uh, it's possible. they want to go forward. The, the, it's possible. I know this is a movie-related talk, but it, it does kind of connect here. Well, it's Lord of the Rings. Uh, Amazon Amazon is working on the Lord of the Rings television series. They are indeed. Um, it's being filmed. It is the most expensive TV series in the history of television. Yes. Um, the first it season. it should be. The first season will cost $650 million. All right, maybe not that much. It is over three times the budget of Game of Thrones. It is the most expensive show ever made. What, we're was, talking, what, were, what were the combined budgets of the Hobbit films? Jeez, uh, probably close to $650 million. <laughs> so we're, we're pushing one season of this show is going to be nearly the combined total of the budgets for... The yep. last two actual yeah, Lord of the Rings movies. I don't know what the Lord of the Rings movies, uh, the originals, what it cost, but I'm, it probably was in the neighborhood of like $200, $250 million back then. Yeah. Um, at least probably for like the last one. I know the Hobbit films cost a small fortune, but um, the the this Amazon show apparently is massive. Now, the only reason why I think um, this isn't happening um, and why I don't think... Tencent will grab this is because um Amazon Amazon is probably not going to want like they they got the rights and stuff for the show. I don't know if the rights for the video game and the show like the property is completely different, but I would wager that they're not going to want another company creating Lord of the Rings content whether that is uh a movie, a video game, whatever while they're spending $650 million to create their vision. And I think the reason why they were creating this is probably on the back end where they're like, listen, the show is going to be massive. Let's build some fans here and, and get people into uh, what we're doing. Um, so I, since the game isn't happening through Amazon, I'm not sure it'll happen at all. Um, that's my guess, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I really wish that I, I knew. I, I want to say Tencent had the rights to the game. It is entirely possible that the movie or the show rights and the game rights and more and it's probably likely were separate contracts, separate things. Um, that doesn't mean that Amazon might try and block them from doing it. 
uh, in some way, like tie them up legally to the point where they're just like, this isn't worth uh, the effort. Tencent does have a shitload of money, though, so that would be a bold move, Cotton. Um, yeah, but it's like at the same time, why would you spend all that money to make a game that really nobody's asking for? I, yeah, I, I was you surprised know, like, when they announced that in the first place. I was like, this is a very weird. I mean, it made sense then. The show, the show. because of the show, right? That's that's the only reason why Amazon was locking that that's up. That's still a think, really stupid idea, though. Like, yeah, in the, but in the grand scheme of things, I yeah. mean, they've got Amazon's. It's so much money that it's yeah. just like you know, that's true. They're just probably throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. But this show is going to be absolutely. Uh, it, it, it is one here's, season $650 million. How many episodes in the season do we know? I, I don't think it says. Um, it better be 10 Well, for that much the, money. Here's the thing, and they've already have it set up that it's supposed to be five seasons long, but the first season <laughs> alone, the first season alone is $650 million. Which you now, know if say, it does well, the second season will be like a bill. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it really, it it all depends on, on how crazy they get. Because think about it. Game of Thrones' first season production value and how much money they had for the first season of Game of Thrones, and then you skip ahead, like, one or two seasons, and suddenly it was like, ha, 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 ha. can you imagine starting at $650 million? No. Where no. the up is no. from that? I mean, they they must, the, the CGI, the, the, the costumes, the it actors. It better the act- be fucking... Dude, if this is anything less than the greatest experience of all time, which let's be honest, you have to compete with the original trilogy, which is arguably the greatest greatest trilogy of all time. time. Yeah. (laughs) So like, you know, the, the, the amount of expectations on a show like this, especially since Game of Thrones sort of set the bar on this like fantasy, realistic, gritty, who knows what's going to happen type thing. Right. And I think Amazon's trying to do the same, but with the ultimate IP, of Lord of the Rings, um, it could it could either be the single greatest show that we've ever seen, or it's going to be like an okay show yeah. that blew a shit ton of money. Um, and, I think that's the most rest. likely scenario. I think it's going to be an okay show that spent an ungodly amount of money, and there's going to be a lot of people getting paid big dollars for that oh, shit. Yeah. Do we know anyone? Do we know like who's involved, like actors-wise? Yeah, there's a bunch. I'd have to look it up. Um, there there is some good. And what's nice is a lot of them are like, I don't want to say no name, but like well-respected um actors and actresses just haven't hit it to the big figures yet, kind of thing. Like they're known. They're they're the they're the they're the nose of the who knows, but not of the like. You know the The wider yeah household names. They can't ask for fifty million dollars yet. No, they can't, but I'm sure by season three, season four, they'll be, you know, they'll be asking for large amounts of money. They're going to go in, they're going to, the agents are going to go in and get like, all right, look guys, this season has a $1.2 billion budget. My client needs to be paid a minimum of $75 million. So dude, it's so much money. It's it's so much money. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, that's, you know, that's that'll be the one thing that will top currently Daniel Craig doing doing the yeah. knives out knives for out duo for a hundred million dollars. The streaming service wars are getting out of you know what the streaming service wars have turned into? It's turned into the streaming wars uh of gamers where it's like, yeah. hey, I'm Facebook, hey, streamer with uh five thousand concurrent viewers. How would you like $4 million to come over to our platform and stream for two years? 
And then when you come over to our platform, your 5,000 concurrent is going to turn into 400, but it's okay. Because you were uh, paid we're, $4 million. You were paid $4 million, so <laughs> you're not going to say anything. And then after the two years, we're going to double that so that you stay for another two, two years, or you can just go over back over to Twitch. That's what this has turned into. It's turned I'm into in. like, yeah, it's like who can burn the most money? Oh, God. Man, don't you wish wish sometimes that we were just big enough to have that money burnt on us? Yes. <laughs> Every day, I dream of it. Every day. Every day. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, you know who doesn't dream of of, uh, of that all the time? Because he doesn't have to. Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan, the, uh, the head of uh, PlayStation for Sony. Uh, after a lot of backlash, and likely because Jim Ryan himself has been questioned severely in the last couple weeks, including by us, not that our opinion matters to anyone. Uh, PlayStation has walked back their decision to shut down the PS3 and PS Vita stores, so they're no longer doing that, Mr. Black. Mm. So many people were like, what the fuck are you doing, that they actually sat back and they gave out the classic. I'm going to read you these, this, this Jim Ryan blog post. Is it, is it, does it start with the, hey guys, we've listened? Oh, you better believe he got that in there. All right, here we go. This is all, this is all Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy R on this bad boy. Recently, we notified players that PlayStation stores uh, for uh, PS3 and PS Vita devices uh, were planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, he went to his Zen rock garden, Jeff, and reflected mm. on this entire thing. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So, today... I'm happy to say that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for the PS3 and PS Vita devices. The PSP Commerce functionality will still retire on July 2nd of this year as planned. When we originally came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita... So this is where... So he he got into like the reflecting, we were listening part... Now we're going to go into the, we're going to try and make people feel bad that we even made this decision to walk it back. You ready? When we initially came to the decision uh, to end purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus more on our resources on newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue to purchase classic games on the PS3 and PS Vita for the, uh, for the foreseeable future. So, I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. As if they didn't already have this option before. Mm. It's not like they just drummed up some like crazy fucking patchwork quilt to make this work in like 48 hours. But, regardless... Uh, thank you for sharing your feedback with us. We're always happy. Uh, we're always listening and appreciate the support from our PlayStation community. Thank you, Jimmy Ryan. So there you go. What a classic. Eh? We what reflected, an absolute classic. We reflected on the myriad social media backlash and dumpster fire we created here in the last two weeks. And after thinking about it, we should probably walk this shit back before you all burn our houses down. So we did, but just I, mean, to... I don't know, dude. I I think it's a little blown out of proportion. I still kind of stand where I kind of still stand where I talked about it before. Is like 
is there really that many people that care? I mean, uh, I think it was more of, I think it's more of just like avoiding bad press because they just really can't afford to have bad press right now with, you know, what Xbox is doing and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't think there's a big enough. I mean, I could be wrong. I could just could be ignorant to it. Uh, the, the, there might be hundreds of thousands of people that like are using the service on a regular basis. It's so hard to believe, but I think it's more of like, Hey, we've upset a few. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll just suck this one up. We'll get rid of the PSP one because literally nobody uses it yeah. at all. But the other ones, you know what? I think we can keep it going guys for another, you know, another year or two just to keep them happy. And you know, we're not going to, yeah, it might cost us a little bit of money, but is it really worth the negative press? And we kind of look like the good guys by, you know, bringing this back and, uh, you know, champion, just the, the little guys out there. We that's, listened. We listened. It's just. It's, I don't know, you know, you uh, know what? I, I, I do think there was a lot of people. I mean, there was a substantial amount. I mean, it, it, it like it, it consumed social media for a couple of days. So I think there was a fair amount of people. I, like you said, I don't think it was like so many people that financially it's some massive loss if they had just gone ahead with what their plans were. Uh, but at the same time, I also agree that right now, despite the fact that Sony is, is, in the lead uh, in terms of uh, people wanting to get their hands on the console. Um, if you look at, you know, more and more of these threads, people, the, the people are getting more and more like wishy-washy uh, with some of these decisions they've been making. And I think that against Xbox, you know, they do, they have to have some good press and this is an easy, this is an easy press win, right? Yeah, we heard you. We're walking it back. The usual shtick, blah, blah, blah. How long it will last? God only fucking knows. Uh, but I'm happy that it happened anyway sure. because you know yeah. there are enough people. I think the I think what people were more upset with was that they weren't even being they weren't even being given the like the, the Nintendo option of you know this game existed on the Wii, but we took it off the Wii store to put it on the Switch store so that you couldn't buy it for cheaper on the Wii, so we could put put it on for full price on the switch like they weren't even be given that option there were yeah. a lot of these games that were just going to disappear with nowhere else to buy them and and that was like a, a a lot of where like people were uh kind of uh you know a little bit put off by the idea but all the same they did it they walked back we'll see how long it lasts but uh for now it is what it is i have a i have a sneaking suspicion though it'll probably be for a while and i don't doubt that they are trying to come up with some way to look a little less fucking shitbag about like the yeah. backwards compatibility stuff and yeah. and all that nonsense because they can't afford to just get you know take L's to Xbox all day because eventually those L's are going to catch up. Oh, they're going to start feeling those L's soon. Yeah, it's going to be weighing them starting, down. They're already starting to feel the L's. I'm I'm going to tell you that. I mean, there's yeah. people. I mean, yeah, they they this. It's good. They gotta be. They gotta uh, be feeling it. I ha I held one of those L's today for PlayStation as uh, I saw. I have like a couple I follow on Twitter, like Best Buy and stuff like that, for when they restock. Mm. I clicked on the link on the restock notification in under a minute, less than sixty seconds. Got to the page, clicked Add to Cart, waited in line because you have to wait in line or whatever. Then you do a captcha. You do the captcha. Then you wait in line again to get to your checkout. I got all the way to the end, and, it, and when it loaded my cart, sold out. Rip. I think there's like three fucking consoles for the entire godforsaken country that they put yep. on that website. 
So, uh, you know, I'm still waiting, man. I'm in no rush, honestly. Like, well, what, I'm not going to go buy it on eBay, but like, no, but, but when it pops up, you know, I give it a shot, see if I can grab one. Of course. Uh, Xbox is still selling out quick too. Not as fast as PlayStation. Like if you compare it, uh, a disc based PS5 sells out in like under three minutes. Uh, the Xboxes seem <laughs> to sell out in like eight to 10. So both of them are still fucking rough. Rough situations, but, uh, yeah, all the same. Took that L today. Uh, got fucked. Um, next up, where was I? Ah, more PlayStation stuff. So, this was leaked, and then in less than 24 hours, confirmed, basically. Uh, PlayStation Plus Video Pass. So, this was dug up on the back end of, like, PlayStation Poland, of all places. And that is exactly where it's going to be, uh, tested. So... PlayStation Plus Video Pass is a streaming app that will be tested in Poland for a year. So that's their testing bed. Why they chose Poland, couldn't fucking tell you. But it's there for a year. And essentially what it is, uh, is that um, they're going to have 21 movies and TV shows. So not 21 movies and TV shows each, but like the combined 21 movies TV shows. That will be no cost to PS Plus subscribers that you can just watch whenever. I don't know if that number is going to be the only thing for the entire year or if they're going to add stuff over the year and see and what the interaction is like. That's probably the more likely scenario. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Uh, that's being tested there. Um, they had a list of the movies but and TV shows, but it wasn't exactly interesting enough to fucking rattle off here. But all the same, uh, that's just obviously another one of those things that they're trying to do to add value to go toe-to-toe with the Game Pass. Uh, they need to find value wherever they can grab it. And since Sony has their hands in the movie industry in general, uh, that's, and TV to a degree, they can probably swing some stuff like this to try and add some more value to, uh, to their service. Uh, Jim Ryan also said, just to wrap up the, uh, PlayStation specifically, the, their news, Jim Ryan also said this week that their plan is indeed, as we were talking about last week, to have more exclusives than ever before. On the PS5. So they're all in AAA, quadruple A, quintuple A, whatever the fuck. Naughty Dog will make them. Um, for, uh, for the PlayStation 5 and trying to have more than they've ever had before. So uh, don't expect to see anything other than games that resemble movies that you occasionally press buttons. Uh, and spend 90 Canadian dollars on. I went and When I went to go buy the console, I did see that new games in Canada, Sony first party titles... $89.99 for a standard title. Not a deluxe. Nothing like that. $89.99 before tax for the standard go. release. Sony suck my fucking average ass white dick. No. $90? Are you serious? Stop it. No. And leading on to that, or, or related to that, and I don't mean my average dick, the writer and creative director of Days Gone says that players <laughs> says that players shouldn't complain. This is a quote: "Shouldn't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if they didn't buy it." And this is also a quote: "At fucking full price." But wait, there's more. Let's give this, let's give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that's just being taken out of context. Let's add some context to this little uh, this little quote here. And this is, this is a quote here. I do have an opinion. So this was in an interview with, uh, uh, with VGC. Uh, and this is via Eurogamer. 
I do have an opinion on something that your audience may find of interest, and it might piss some of them off, he said. Th- uh, he, he said. Came in hot. If you love and a I game. A I got a hot take, baby. It's a Deal hot take. He's, he's, di- he's dishing the hot takes. If you love a game, buy it at fucking full price. I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, yeah, I got that on sale. I got it through PS Plus, whatever. Don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if it wasn't supported at launch, he said. It's like God of War got whatever number millions of sales at launch and, you know, Days Gone didn't. Just speaking for me personally as a developer, I don't work for Sony. I don't know what the numbers are. (laughs) Then he also opened up on the impact piracy has had on game development where he said, I can tell you that when we were doing Siphon Filter Dark Mirror on the PSP, we got so fucked on Dark Mirror because the piracy was uh, because piracy was a thing, and Sony wasn't really caught up on what piracy was doing to sales. He explained, and I, we would show them the torrents. A torrent site had two hundred thousand copies of Dark Mirror being downloaded. If I remember it right, the numbers could be wrong, but regardless, I was pissed about it then. I was <laughs> like, "This is money out of my pocket." So I think the uptick in engagement with the game is not as important as did you buy the game at full price? Because if you did, then that's supporting the developers directly. Okay. So this is this is one of the dumbest takes I've heard in a hot minute. Okay? Here's why. His quote that you should buy a game at full price if you love it presupposes that you know that you're going to love the game before you buy said game. You don't always know that. Furthermore, his game, Days Gone, came out to mediocre Metacritic scores and not great user scores, just kind of middle of the road. So it's not like people were going to rush out to spend full price on a mediocre game from a franchise that nobody fucking had any attachment to uh, beforehand because it was new. And then to top of that, to have the fucking audacity and the nuts to compare Days Gone to God of fucking War is one of the craziest things I've ever seen somebody try and attempt to do for, as a game developer. You're comparing one of the most storied and well-beloved franchises in Sony history that was put together by their one of their flagship studios at Santa Monica with your not-so-hot middling new IP about some average middle-aged white dude on a motorbike with zombies. And you're going to try and say people should be paying full price if they love the game to support it. No, what you need to say is if you, if you really love the games that a developer makes and you want to support them and you, and you don't care if the game is good, you're just buying it to support the developer. That's what he wants to say. Mm. Because... If you look at all we've talked about here in the last few weeks about new games coming out that are AAA from AAA studios, how good have they been, Mr. Black? Well, 95% of them, hot garbage. Wow! Have they worked on day one? Yes. Because they sold a bajillion of hot garbage. (laughs) No, I mean, did the games work? Oh, (laughs) no, they're broke (laughs) as fuck. But they still sold a shit ton of copies. They did. Because of the hype train. Thank you, they did. Man. Oh, but then they had to refund a shit ton of copies. 
because of the hype train. The money worked great. Yeah. The game didn't. You know what Days Gone needed, Jeff? Keanu well, they, Reeves. They needed Keanu Reeves. Listen, dude. Listen, I, I, I'll i play devil's advocate. I uh, understand, go for it. I understand what he's saying. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right? But the way he framed it, the way he worded it, and even the way he went into the conversation where he was like, motherfuckers, I got something to say. He even dropped some F-bombs. Motherfuckers, I got something to say. He that, pulled the Cliffy B, Jeff. He's being edgy. That, that you guys ain't going to like. I told these dumb motherfuckers over at Sony that the, our game was getting pirated. Now I went on this BitTorrent website where all the fucking boomers go. And it had like 200,000 downloads. Now, I'm not sure if that was the right number or not, but I know it was in the thousands. <laughs> and I said, you know, all these cocksuckers are downloading my siphon filter or whatever the fuck it's called. And uh, and I told Sony, but they were, you know, they, they were Generation Z or whatever, and they just didn't understand what the <laughs> fuck pirating was. And I told these guys, you know, we're getting screwed here. So when my game came out, there was like 200,000 already downloads. In my calculations, that's at least 180,000 people that was going to buy the game that didn't buy the game. And I'm telling you, and now I've got these cocksuckers on social media saying, yeah, I bought your game when it was on sale on the Sony Plus store or whatever for $4.99, but I didn't buy it when it was full price. Now, I didn't get to fucking, I didn't get to buy eggs and bread when it was grocery time during those days. It was rough. You know, I made a dollar off that damn sale when I should have made $17. That was my cut, but I didn't make shit because you cocksuckers went in and you motherfucking pirated my game. Now, you, listen, you, I, you, I, you poor I, bastards with I, no I, money waiting to buy a game on sale. I, I get, listen, I, I, I understand, but you know, maybe just maybe <laughs> if, if we didn't live in an era where game developers aren't throwing out games now people listen the buyers are getting smarter all right they're, yeah. they're they're just they're just getting smarter they're going you know what fool me once shame on you yeah fool me twice shame on you fool me three <laughs> times shame on me and you <laughs> right that's where they're at right now and the the gamers not only we're in a free-to-play world but on top of that we're in a world where you can you can watch reviews, streams, YouTube. You can go on, you can read blogs and, and whatever on games. It is harder unless you are a hype train with Keanu Reeves. Yep. Right? It is harder to create the perfect storm to, to create some buzz and, 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 and sell a game in the millions right off the bat. It's just, it's very, very difficult because we're, we, we just, we've, we've been burned too many times, like being in a relationship. And you're like, you know what? You know, yeah, I just keep getting cheated on. I don't know why they keep doing this to me. But then you realize that you're you're trying to find the love of your life, like at a at a uh, like on Tinder, uh, like Tinder Plus, where they they all get extra swipes and they're just looking to fuck. And it just so happens that you're semi compatible, so you think you're getting in a relationship, and then you realize that they're definitely screwing other people. That's basically what this is, and. It's it's sad because developers, I I sympathize with them. They they want to make their money. They're passionate about this because like what a lot of people don't see is, you know, if for example we're streamers, right? Say we're a podcast. Mm. If if we're in a if we're in a sea of other podcasts, which we are, mm. and 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 we we are 
dependent on people going to the Patreon and supporting the Patreon uh, in order for us to make money, or they could just wait until, you know, the podcast comes out on Spotify or something where we might make pennies on the dollar. Um, <laughs> it would, you know, whatever pennies and, on the hundred dollar, the hundred dollar. Right. And, and it's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I didn't say it's, I'm, I'm, this is an analogy. Okay, guys, this isn't like reality facts here, but what I'm saying is, yeah, we would prefer you to throw money at the, at, at, at the damn Patreon. Cause we're going to make more money, which means we're going to be able to do this longer. Yeah. He would rather you buy the game at full price because it's going to allow the studio to green light another project and for them to uh, realize maximum profits on their game. If it goes to the bargain bin and everybody's buying it on the bargain bin, well, then it's usually either because the game's open for a long time, has been super successful, and they've already nailed what they needed to nail, and now they're just getting the residual, the like, oh, the people that didn't, buy the game up front but heard it was okay and now it's super cheap let's go ahead and grab it that's bonus money but what they don't want is they don't want people not buying the game even though they're interested or whatever and just waiting you know what because a lot of people say this i'll just wait for it to go on sale on steam you say the same thing about movies and theater i'll just wait for it to go on netflix you're hearing that a lot a lot more right they don't want you to do that they want you to go out there and buy it the problem is it's a lot harder to win people over to go out and make that plunge because games are $89.99 because we've been burned by games like cyberpunk and, and uh, 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 the game that, uh, that made an epic comeback and shit. Um, uh, no man's no sky. Man's sky yeah. um, and, and, and all those alpha games that came out, the fucking like shell of games that come out and milk you and then take your money and run. Like, listen, it goes back to the fool me once, fool you twice, fool me three times. You know, shame on us. It's harder. So, like, I get what he's saying, but he's coming off, like, in a very aggressive, like, he's saying the things that you just shut up about. You just say behind the scenes, like, I really wish these guys would just fucking buy my game um, and, 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 and just cater to them. Tell the people what they want to hear, not, like, what's going to make them go and pirate your next game, you dumbass. Why in the fuck would you say something like that? Because now, you know, the internet is the internet. Is the internet. They can go, oh, oh, there's 200,000 downloads on your last one. Let's get to 2 million. Let's get like, I, I, Challenge you know, accepted. Challenge accepted, right? So, like, I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, it, he just worded it horribly. It's a, it's, a, it's a bad take. It's a hot take. And it's not our responsibility as buyers to run out there and buy your game on the off chance that we're going to love it so we can get a sequel. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Make your game, advertise it correctly, you know, create a competent game with good trailers, some gameplay footage, you know, uh, do, do what everybody else does. Get some streamers to fucking play your game and, you know, actually work for it. Don't just, uh, you know, be entitled to us going out and spending $90, you know, it, it, it just doesn't work like that anymore. It's- like, think about how many games come out now. Like, because gaming has become so prolific. Think about how many games come out now. Think about, um, if you look at attach rates to consoles, for example, the lifetime of a console, it's not as many games as you might think. You know, you're looking at maybe 15, 20 games, somewhere in that neighborhood for, like, a lot of people. You know, you'll always get, like, outliers have got, like, fucking 50 games over the life cycle of a console or some shit. But in reality, you've got a, a you've got a selection, and so 
when you've got all all of these games and 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 the quality of games on average is better now than it was in the past so your selection of games that are likely are possible purchases are higher than they ever have been before and now you're in a situation where as a developer you're really like the reasons you said as well streams and all this other shit there are more and more ways for people to discover if it's something that they're actually interested in before ponying up 79.99, 89.99, whatever for these games because at the end of the day they only have so much money to spend and they have to be picky choosy with what game do I absolutely need to play on day one yeah. and what game is unlikely going to bother me if I don't play it for six months when it's half as much money and I have that money laying around. Like you, and you said it right there at the end, where it's not—it's not the buyer's responsibility to fund your fucking game to make sequels. It's if you make a really fucking good game and you advertise it well, odds are it is going to make enough money in sales yeah. to get a sequel. Not only that, dude. Even if you make a really good game and you don't have the marketing dollars, you just make a really good game. We're in a viral world. Yeah. All it takes is a PewDiePie, a fucking, Look at you know, Among Us. Look at this, right? You just make a good fucking game. And two weeks later, three months later, a year later, three years later, your game could absolutely be massive. If Among Us cost $80, it would never be the game it was. It was It's a bargain basement game that got super famous long after its release, and now look at it. You know what I mean? It's, 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 the, the you sky. know what, Groompy, Valheim is another good example of this. Valheim, exactly. Valheim came out early access yep. in a genre that's been so fucking saturated, it's unreal. And yet, word of mouth alone, and it sold like top esteem for weeks yep and yep. Like, so i honestly you know what i think i think this guy's salty that he was he was heading up you know directing a mediocre video game that's it that he thought the world would love because it had a white dude with a beard and a baseball cap shooting zombies yep and it turned out that while people thought it was a pretty okay game they weren't going to go out and spend full price day one on a new IP that was basically looking like every other fucking game. There was like, I remember when this was announced, there was one or two other games in the same release window that looked almost identical to the point where I couldn't, if you put them side by side and ran trailers, I would have a hard time picking out which one was which because they looked so fucking similar. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah I, and you're not wrong as well. I mean, he worded it terribly. I mean, he oh, could have worded horrible. it better and it still wouldn't have been a great take, yeah. but at least yeah. he wouldn't have looked even more of a douche. I mean, he could have said something in the lines of like, listen, um, you know, for for everybody that's reading this or watching this or whatever they're doing is like, if you really want to support, um, if there's a, if there's a game that you, that, that, that you think is going to be great. You know, and you really want to support it, give it the best chance possible to have a, a sequel greenlit as fast as possible. Um, go out there and and support it um, at its full price. Um, that'll that'll allow the 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 developers, the studio, to make as much money as possible, um, and have the confidence to go ahead and preemptively greenlight the sequel. Um, if not, you know, not saying that there is, it'll never happen but it definitely becomes harder. It's no different than the movie business, right? Yeah. You know, a lot of the times uh, sequels aren't greenlit right away, but they'll know within 
a week uh, or even where the numbers are tracking before it even gets released if they're going to make a sequel. If the, if the movie comes out and it doesn't do so hot, um, sometimes the, they, they cancel the sequel, but then sometimes it hits Netflix, it goes cheap, it goes on streaming for $1.99 on iTunes, and the thing fucking blows up because people kind of heard about it, but they weren't like, eh, I'm not going to like go out of my way to the movie theaters, pay for a babysitter, go out there, spend $80 to go out there with my significant other. I just, I, I ain't got the time. We're in the middle of Rona, whatever the case that they can come up with, right? Because if you're not completely sold in a game, you can come up with a million excuses to not buy the game. You can find, you can just find a million. I'll watch it on Twitch. Oh, I watch it on YouTube. Oh, I'll wait for it to go on Steam. Oh, all this. Oh, I've got this other game I'm playing right now. You're going to come up with anything. I got a ton of homework to do. Uh, I should probably start looking for a job. The last thing I want to do is pour 100 hours into a game. You'll come up with anything. But if the game is cheap enough and it's the same set of circumstances, eh, fuck it, I'll buy it. It's 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 $9.99. It's $19.99. Eh, fuck it. If, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, eh, whatever. But at a full price, you know, you 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 gotta you gotta you gotta fucking nail this shit. And the thing is, is when these when these movies come out and then they go on streaming service, they blow the fuck up, and then they greenlight the Godforsaken sequel. They go, oh my god, it's now turned into a cult classic. Make the sequel, Jumanji. Jumanji. I mean, dude, it's endless. The amount of it's the amount of comedies, the amount of uh, uh, horror movies, you name it. It's countless that that has happened. And the same thing can happen for his mediocre games. Sometimes you price yourself out of what the game actually is worth. And if you just priced it correctly, you would have actually been able to green light a second one. But instead, you overcharged for for something in a space. Because as soon as you put on a AAA $79.99, you're up against every other $79.99 game in existence. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, it doesn't matter. If you come in at $39.99, you are now at almost half the price of a full a full blown game. So now there's a huge chunk of, of potential buyers that are going, okay, this is cheap enough that I can afford this game and a half a month. Maybe I'm gonna go and buy that Call of Duty and I'll go buy this shitty siphon filter game or whatever the case may be for 40 bucks or $29.99. The moment you put yourself up there, that's it. Sometimes it takes the bargain bin to win over the horde so that you can actually sell in game and you put know- it in the Hands of people. You know These what I think. Idiots. You know what I think the sweet spot is right now. If I was a game developer and I was making a game, do you know what? You know what I think. Honest to God, in you in U.S. dollars, I think the sweet spot right now in U.S. dollars for a game. If I was going to go develop one, I would be developing it with the with the thought in mind that this game is going to cost twenty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Damn for a triple A. No, just for a game in general. Like if I'm oh, developing okay. a game, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna scope the game. To be to be to, to be sold for twenty nine up to thirty nine. I'll give you a range. That ten dollar pocket. Yeah, I think that's where you do really well. I think you sell a ton of games on volume, and like you said, you give yourself a better chance at exposure to be able to sell another game down the road and keep that bad boy going. Reuse yeah. assets, whatever you want to do, make it cheaper, make your uh, money afterwards. Uh, I think that's the pocket, and you're seeing a lot of. Uh, I'm gonna say indie, but at this point, you know they're, they're big. In, really indie. They're yeah, bigger indie, indie now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they're still Regular small. Game. They're still small teams, but they're they're like a, a a B. It's like a B movie, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like the, their budget is big enough. They've got like a they've got one or two record. You know, one recognizable 
actor in there or whatever yeah. the fuck, you know, the budget was reasonable. You know, that that's kind of where the pocket is. That's where you're talking about games like Hades, for example, from yep. Supergiant. Yep. That is winning more awards than they can put on a fucking shelf at this yep. point and selling shitloads of copies. And it costs, you know, twenty nine fucking dollars or whatever that like, like that's I think the pocket uh, for a lot of games now because you're gonna have so many games like it cost fucking eight ninety Canadian. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. I, I'm gonna get mad if I think about it. Just there's just so much money. Like you're one fourth of the console. What the fuck? You're gonna buy you're gonna buy one quarter of the price of the console in one video game. Stop the madness. Just stop it. Uh, Xbox is free to play uh, on those free to play things now. So uh, you'll remember uh, several weeks ago we talked about um, we talked about the fact that Microsoft uh, finally changed their policy on free to play games in terms of requiring Xbox Live Gold or whatnot to actually play those games online. So games like Fortnite or whatever that are free to play games. Uh, up until this point, you actually needed to have a gold membership to play those games online. And then they said, you know, we're going to step away from that. Uh, but it would take some time to to make that happen. Uh, I guess today is that day. You are now able to, if you have an Xbox console, you are now able to play those free-to-play games uh, for $0 now. No more uh, Xbox Live gold memberships required or otherwise. So go and play your games for free and have some fun. Excuse me. Uh, Apex Legends, uh, which has had, you know, some updates on the PC, uh, excuse me, recently, uh, more people are streaming it again, it kind of seems to come and go in waves, uh, they announced that Apex Legends Mobile was going to be a thing, they revealed it this week with regional beta testing beginning at the end of this month for Android devices, no crossplay, uh, since it's mobile specific, and it would be, god, I can't even, I, I, I'm shocked that they would even feel it necessary to specify that there wouldn't be crossplay, because imagine playing Apex Legends against somebody on the PC and you're on your phone. That'd be a bad time. It's a terrible choice. So yes, no crossplay uh, on that. Uh, also, of course, it has its own battle passes and cosmetics. So there you go. Apex Legends will be, I guess, uh, in that that category of premium FPS mobile memes, just like uh, just like Call of Duty. Except probably not make $10 billion uh, in a single year, like Call of Duty Mobile did. That's still the uh, the watermark, the high mark, I should say. Uh, Near Replicant. The reviews are coming in. That's the remake uh, of the original uh, Near title. With PC, unfortunately, experiencing a lot of technical issues, uh, like not having V-Sync at all, major frame dips, stuttering, uh, and other bugs. Given how long it took them to patch Automata, near Automata on the PC, uh, all I can say is I hope it doesn't take them as long to do this one. It took me years to patch shit. They are not fond of the PC. Why they even put this shit on the PC, I don't know. Uh, but it is also quite buggy. So if you are a big fan of Nier, uh, and you're not willing to put up with a lot of bugs, just be wary that uh, currently the PC version of, uh, of the latest Nier title is not so hot in terms of performance. Uh, next up, Battlefield developer DICE announced that they do have more details coming, uh, for the next Battlefield game in the coming months. Uh, I suspect that we stuff at E3 or the summer game stuff that are forthcoming. Uh, but also they have, of course, mobile announcements. 
Battlefield Mobile, Call of Duty Mobile, Apex Mobile, they're all going mobile, baby. Because the mobile market's fucking huge, it's gonna make them a lot of money. Uh, I'm intrigued, I'm, well, I still think that, you know, Battlefield has some legs in it, they just missed the bar, you know, they missed the bar back-to-back, unfortunately. Um, I, if they can't learn from their mistakes in the last couple, then I guess they just, <laughs> maybe they're never gonna learn. If they didn't put two and two together after the last couple of failures, I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. Uh, they went from being the tip of the top, you know, the tippity top, the cream of the crop, to being who fucking cares about Battlefield? It's Call of Duty. And stuff like Apex. And like nobody, I, I, I used to be big on Battlefield pretty much yearly. I haven't even thought about Battlefield until I read this today. Didn't even cross my mind. And I suspect I'm probably not... Uh, alone in that, but, uh, what are the odds it has a, a, another stab at a Battle Royale? Probably pretty high, but I think they, honestly, I think they could avoid Battle Royale altogether and just make a really big and competent Battlefield multiplayer experience and just be just the- make your old, yeah, just, just be the old Battlefield. Just what be the one company not doing a fucking Battle Royale. Exactly. Make your I multiplayer mean, free. That's a good move. Yeah. But just don't try and chase the fucking dragon on that battle royale shit. You've tried twice now. It failed. And you failed twice. Badly. You weren't even semi-successful. No. It was horrible. (laughs) Nobody played that shit. (laughs) No. They played it for one weekend. Yeah. And they didn't do it because the game was good. They did it because it was hype on Twitch and they knew they were going to make a killing. And then once they realized the game was garbage and nobody wanted to watch it, so they went back to the game that they normally play, which was like Apex Legends at the time. So, Battlefield. Stick to Battlefield, man. Yeah, that's a good idea. Stop making games. You should probably fucking do that. Uh... Next up, Discord ends its talks with Microsoft over uh, the sale that they were uh, rumored to be having. Uh, going back and forth there. So that's been dropped and they will continue to be independent for the time being. Uh, great, I guess. Go Discord. But you know, somebody brought up an interesting point about this is that is that Discord being rumored to be bought out for like all this money, the 10 billion or 12 billion or whatever fucking crazy number it was, uh, really puts into perspective just how cheap Amazon got Twitch. Oh, bro. It was a steal. Like, Amazon, I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon, dude, I think Amazon already made their fucking money back, bro. Easy. Yeah. Like already. Yeah. Already. I mean, it it was, it was, I mean, they, Twitch sold too fast. Way too fast. If they would have waited like two or three more years, it would have been like five, six, seven, eight X what they got. I think they just saw dollar signs, bro. There's a group of guys. Most of them were friends. Yeah, they only said, a couple, man. only a couple of real business heads actually existed within Twitch, and I think the guys making the decisions were just seeing dollar signs and said, "You know like, what? Hey, it's been a, it's been a, hey guys, hey, it's been a run, a billion. <laughs> let's let's go. It's got to be on it. Yep, let's go move on to the next projects. And good for them. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not they like they're taking an L or some shit, but no, they made a ton of money. Yeah. Um, and who knows? They may have taken that money and put it in other things and made a ton more money. But um, yeah, it's it's wild, dude. It's I mean, when when Discord is going for more than Twitch. Yeah. Significantly more. Yeah. 10x. Yikes. Come on. Discord doesn't even exist without Twitch. 
It doesn't Pretty even much. exist. It literally, it, it exists, but it's not what it is. Yeah. It's like Kurt's voice. <laughs> it's true. You know? Remember when they bought Kurt's voice? Yeah, like, you Oh, know, boy. Just, uh, it's it's wild. It's wild, man. Amazon Amazon took a big W on the on oh, the purchase sh- of, uh, of huge, Twitch. I'll tell you that. Huge big dubs. dubs. Big dubs. Uh speaking of taking a big dub, GameStop CEO is going to the moon. His own moon. Powered by his own golden rocket. As he leaves the company, he will be paid one hundred and seventy nine million dollars. Why, I will never know. It's not like he particularly did a great job here in the last several years, but his golden why? parachute. Because look at the stock price. That's why. That's why. He's selling out, man. He's taking his fucking money and going. That's true. It, would, it, that's, it has nothing to do with his work over the last several years. It has that's to true. do with fucking with, with the Reddit that made him a bagillion dollars. It's the stonk that Stonks. did it. And he's saying, deuces! I'm, I'm rich as fuck! Yeah. I'm out! The, the company ain't never gonna be worth this much. <laughs> I'm This is GameStop we're talking about here. I'm the fuck out! 179 million bucks? See ya! What else are you waiting for? What are you sticking around for? You've made Endgame, and then you found out that there was another Endgame within the Endgame, and you unlocked the cheat code that you didn't even know existed. The cheat code was some random guy on Reddit. Yes. And all you had to do was hodl and then get the fuck out of Dodge. And that's what he's doing. Fucking Omega W on that one. Well done. Another dub. Well, we're not going to make 179 million for it, Jeff, but it's time to sell out. Patreon.com/slash lag TV. Head on over there right now and throw money at the screen. If y'all love the podcast, ten dollars or more, you get yourself to be part of our tech support segment. We're still rolling. I don't know how many patrons we have right now, but we're still going. Um, we also got sponsors, guys. Believe it or not, we do. Uh, Elgato. If you guys don't already have a stream deck, you all got to get one right now. Uh, if you don't have a key light, go grab one. If you don't have a wave microphone, go have one. Go grab one. Tons of people have been actually buying Elgato products, tweeting us out. Um, so big shout outs to those that are tagging us, myself, Adam, Elgato in it. Take a picture of your Elgato products, tweet us out, let them know that uh, you going and grabbing up them uh, them products from our from Mr. Our Black. Store. Yeah. I have a problem. Can you help me solve this problem? Maybe you can. All right, look. Times are tough with the War Council, all right? I'm averaging like 40 to 50 viewers. It doesn't matter what I do anymore, and I'm getting desperate. I gotta step my game up. Twitch is a new, it's a new era on Twitch, you know? You gotta be, you're either an RPer, or you're you're a uh, cocaine-addled, riddling-snorting FPS player that screams a lot to keep the attention of the Zoomers. Right? There's only one other third category that's on the up and up, and I've decided that that's where I'm going to make my entry point. All right? You need a bigger ass, Adam. I'm going to work on the ass, and I know that you probably can't help me with that one, but you might be able to help me with some other stuff. I've already got the inflatable pool. All right? 
I'm pretty big, and I don't know if I'm actually going to fit in this inflatable pool, but we're going to find out. I might get in and all the water might go out, but we're going to try anyway. Okay. I also got my hands on a knockoff Victoria's Secret swimsuit because a real one, too much fucking money, I can't afford it. Patreon.com slash like TV. I did also get a premium on-brand Sharpie and a $5 inflatable banana. I'm set in that regard, but here's my problem, Mr. Black. I don't got the lighting, and I've got all these cameras to get different angles of my non-existent ass, but I don't know what I can do to make all those things work together. I got it. Okay. What you need, first and foremost, you need an Elgato key light for the proper lighting. Mm. Secondly, you don't even need... Adam, listen, you don't even need the hot tub Mm. because with an Elgato green screen and the proper lighting, you can put yourself in a hot tub right on the fly. Anywhere in the world? Anywhere in the world. (sighs) You could put yourself on the moon if you really wanted to Mm. in a hot tub on an inflatable banana with an Elgato green screen and key light. And if you want to change the scenery, if it's getting a little dry, Trust me, it ain't dry there. But if it does get a little dry, you can click a button on your stream deck and you can switch scenes mm. so seamlessly oh. with an Elgato stream deck. And if the stalkers on the internet get a little too crazy, they get a little too attached to you, you can go ahead and get yourself a Nord VPN when you use the promo code OTT and get yourself 70% off a two-year term with a free bonus month and a 30-day money-back guarantee, no (sighs) questions asked, Adam. You can stay safe. You can stay anonymous. You can have up to six simultaneous devices hooked up at it at once. Mr. Black, I heard that there's a possibility Sony is testing a new streaming service for video in Poland. Is Is there a chance that maybe, a fringe chance that I could watch that? You could absolutely watch that. And you could mask your IP to Poland so that you can have access because if not, it's going to be behind a a region-blocked wall that NordVPN can smash right through very quickly at the click of a button. So easy my dad can use it. Mm. And he's illiterate when it comes to computers. Sucks. (laughs) Click the click of a button. Sucks. You can use it on your phone, your computer, smart TV. You can hook it up to your damn router if you want to and just have it all masked at the same time. At at NordVPN.com slash OTT, pick yourself up a subscription. Mm. Not only are you going to stay safe and anonymous and you can watch different regions of Netflix, but you're also supporting the stream. And they're still supporting the stream because you guys still support the stream. And just like the late, Great. Uh, hey, what's that asshole's name that was complaining about the, the video game stuff and people buying? Oh, uh, I don't know. He's just the Days Gone uh, director. Hey, well, whoever that was, <laughs> all right. Nobody really cares. Is the nobody th- gives a fuck? But I'll <laughs> tell you. <laughs> don't wait. <laughs> For NordVPN to be full, 99% off. Full price. You got to get in at the 70% off because if it hits the bargain basement and we're no longer sponsored, you may not have a podcast. 
Don't ask for a sequel podcast if you don't buy the first podcast at full price. Yeah, you'll never get technical beta ever if you don't go out there and buy NordVPN using the promo code OTT. That's right. Because, listen, I don't want to be the one on the blog where, where I said, hey, listen, if only my godforsaken community would actually just go leave a review, hit the like button, share the fucking podcast, and buy something from a sponsor once every once a year, and now they expect us to keep going? What is this? Those entitled assholes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I sit here for two hours a week. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. And they expect me to keep going, but they won't go and buy NordVPN or an Elgato product at full price <laughs> because I didn't have a promo code for Elgato. Well, they got an Elgato somewhere else. NordVPN, go pick one up. Mr. Black, it's time for movies and TV. <laughs> I'm all retired. Uh... I'm we should, retired. You know what we should just do? We should just have a podcast where we sell out for a sponsor, and that's the entire show. Why not? It's literally a 10-minute podcast each week of us just completely bullshitting sponsorship deals. I'm I'm be honest. It's it's probably going to be more entertaining than some of our regular episodes. That actually so. sounds pretty fire, if I'm honest. I mean, so that, that, could, that, could actually, that could actually do numbers. We'd probably make more money, too. Right? It's entirely just possible. Crazy pop-ups, Sharpies, writing on bodies. Just like give us money. Podcast. I have nipples. Just give us give us all of the monies and we'll make more. That's a guarantee. <laughs> I'm not at, even joking. At full price. At full price. <laughs> I don't That's even the want- name of this podcast. Full at- price. That's it. That's it. We found it. Uh, damn. God bless the ones that still watch this fucking podcast. Oh, fucking hell. Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi? I don't know how to pronounce that. Trailer dropped. Looks pretty fucking dope. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, And it seems to be incorporating a lot of more classic kung fu style choreography and styling. There was a lot of, like, crouching tiger, hidden dragon type shit going on in there. Meets crouching tiger, hidden dragon, meets a little bit of Marvel in there. So it looks cool. I'm in. I'm in. And you know what? It's going to do big numbers in China. Huge numbers. <laughs> Huge numbers in China at full price. Uh, Amelia Clark uh, throws dragons into the sun, Mr. Black, and trades the dragons in for a chance to join Marvel's secret invasion, mm. which is the, uh, the I think they announced this like last year or some shit. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus show. Um, you know, aliens, shape-shifting aliens invading Earth and all that. I don't know if she's going to be an alien or something else. Not a clue. Uh, but uh, all the same, she will be part of the show. So there you have it. Uh, she didn't end up. What was the other Marvel thing that we were like suggesting? Wasn't it Marvel? For what? Or where we were like we were like uh, uh, playing the idea that um, uh, playing around with the idea that she should be replace uh, somebody. Captain Marvel. No, it wasn't Captain Marvel. Anyway, I don't fucking care. Oh no, you know what? It was uh, it was Aquaman. We were joking about. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's it was Aquaman, right. not Marvel. So yeah, it was, it was Aquaman. Uh, for whatever reason, it took so much effort. Uh, but Lavar Burton, Mister Black, will in fact be the last guest host of Jeopardy for this season. It happened, dude. How epic would it be 
if he's the last guest host, and then at the very end, he announces he will be now the full-time host of Jeopardy. I mean, look, bro. That would be a pretty epic. You know, you know, I had the same thought. And you know what? I don't know why it took so much effort to get him on there. And maybe, maybe he was going to be on there regardless. But the way that he was tweeting on his personal account didn't really strike me like they had a deal already penned ages ago or some shit. Uh, there was a petition that blew up and got a shitload of fucking signatures to get, to, that people wanted to see him. And then when he made his announcement that he was on, his tweet got like over 100,000 likes and shit. Yeah. I can yeah. promise you, none of the other guests no. got that kind of social media traction. No. So if you look at that and you don't just choose him, yeah. you're out Jeopardy, of your fucking mind. Jeopardy just never gets that type of social media traction, period. No. I mean, it doesn't matter... Other than when Alex was, of course, towards, you know, uh, on end, the, yeah, like, the yes. end, yeah. Yes, because everybody was so, you know, emotionally involved. About and, him, like, yeah. About him. But, like, just Jeopardy in general doesn't get that type of buzz. My, the, the 200 IQ play is to have LeVar on their last and then at the end Announce say, it. hey, I am now going to be the new full-time host of Jeopardy and give his speech his 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 uh you know p- uh, thank you to Alex who you know paved the way and bro dude, I'm gonna watch a lot more Jeopardy if if, if Lavar I mean it's not that I didn't I mean I already watched like some you know, now and then as it was but Lavar Burton that's a W bro that is an enormous fucking W uh, Miyagi do it on form a question yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is or no uh, who is the uh, uh, the next Jeopardy host. Yeah, and then it's what just is LeVar Burton? What is LeVar Burton? Incredible. Uh, Disney and Sony struck a massive deal that sees Spider-Man films and other Marvel, uh, Marvel, Marvel films coming to Disney Plus starting with Sony's 2022 slate and extending all the way to 2026, Mr. Black. Mm. I think what is happening here is I think you're going to see some rated R Marvel movies going to netflix i think this is i think this might might be um might be the play i don't know Um, because disney plus does have like the adulty section now right they do but i don't know i don't think there's anything rated r on Mm. on disney plus Mm. um but i don't know it's it's a little weird you're not going to see any of like the newer marvel stuff that's going to go that you know you're going to probably see older uh, older content there. Like it used to be on Netflix before, like you used to get, um, some of the Marvel shows. Uh, what was, uh, the, 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 the black character there with, um, cage, uh, uh, or cage whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, there was, there was one with the guy with the fist and then there was another, then it was Luke, like the big, Luke cage, Luke cage. And then there was another one with another guy. Um, they had a bunch of series and then they had, um, uh, the blind, uh, uh, the dude, I'm, Daredevil. I'm, I'm Daredevil. There you go. I, I got um, you. I got you. Thank you. Um, they had all that stuff before Disney Plus. Remember, there used to be Marvel on Netflix, right? So they have they have a relationship, but for obvious reasons, Disney Plus, Jessica Jones, exactly, uh, Punisher, um, Iron Fist. Thank you. Um, obviously, Disney Plus is going to put all of their marquee shows on Disney Plus. They're there to they're they're literally competing against Netflix. Yeah, literally. Um. But there are certain things that Marvel just can't put on um, on their platform. Not only that, with Sony, um, they might, you know, strike a different deal where they're working with with them. Because 
when it comes to Sony, you might actually see other uh, stuff. You like X Men or 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 like um, like different types of maybe not your typical Marvel stuff, but th- there might be some sort of workings where you're getting superhero type things um, that isn't in line with the vision of Disney Plus, but they still want to get it out to as many people as possible. Um, this might be the play. I don't know. I have to read into this more because it's the first time I'm hearing about it. Mm. Um, uh, but, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it struck me a bit funny too. I mean, I, I, we already know that there's still like, I guess some, it's pretty cleared up, but I mean, Spider-Man awkwardly being stuck between the two companies is, you know, is, yeah, they've worked out a deal where like the licensing isn't quite there, but they, but they're, it's give and take. They're kind of working with each other. Yeah. And, and it's worked out. There has been some issues, but it's 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 they've I think they've found a good thing going. Yeah. So uh, so but we'll I mean, see. Four years of slate time is a shitload of friggin' slate time. So uh, yeah, whatever that deal was, I mean, holy shit. Uh, and uh, and you know maybe this is something that after that one year trial in Poland, all of a sudden these videos start showing up on on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, uh, as a as a freebie, I don't know, but uh, nevertheless, there you go. Uh, that's all I found for news. Uh, I say we already talked about the other the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, stuff. Lord of the Rings stuff. News this week, so um, I we've, we've Em and it. I watched the twenty nine. Was it twenty nineteen? Uh, uh, Godzilla, is oh, Godzilla okay. two or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Godzilla 2, what was it, like a King of King of Monsters or King of whatever the fuck it was? Yeah, so uh, we watched that the other night. Um, you know what? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I hear uh, the new one's pretty fucking dope. I hear the new one's good. Yeah, and this was the one that leads into yeah. the new one. Um, you know what? It was pretty fucking good. I, uh, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. I thought it was going to be a lot campier than it was, uh, but they did a legitimately good job of... Um, of just about every aspect of the of the film, I I, I would have thought that it, you know definitely even in theaters, you know, it was still great here with my home setup, but theater probably would have been really awesome uh, to see it. Um, the only gripe I had, and it was it was a it was a necessary thing because unfortunately, you know, the plot was only so nuanced to allow for for this to not be a thing. But like one of the characters was just. It was one of those movies where one of the characters makes such blatantly terrible decisions that you just hate the fuck. Like you hate, you hate yeah. it. You know that it has to happen to make the movie work, but you're like, "Fuck, this is just nobody would make this choice." So, uh, like when you see it, you're like, "Oh my fucking god, why?" So, other than that, great, uh, great all around. Um, I'll probably end up, you know, in, uh, watching the new one when it eventually isn't in theaters because I it will be out of theaters by the time my ass is willing to actually set foot in one. Uh, and so, yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, that was, that was it. Other than that, nothing, nothing else. If you got nothing else, that means it's time for us to move on to the next segment, which is mm, tech support. Patreon.com slash life's glitch TV. Uh, each and every week, $10 and higher gets you a couple of perks. Some of those are bound up by COVID. If you've been in there for the hundred dollars or more, I still have a list. I'm still, we still have product. Just can't ship them yet. Uh, and I need to get more tubes and stuff too, because I don't think we have enough, uh, tubes uh, for the, uh, the list now, but all the same, one of those perks at the $10 is to be able to ask us questions each and every week on a segment we call tech support. And, uh, we answer as many of those as we can this week. 
As we started so late, many of the Europeans are asleep, so we don't have as many questions as usual, so we might be able to actually get to uh, most of these, given if we haven't already answered them. Uh, let's see. Logan asks, "We just uh, I just got my first vaccine in Alberta. Are you guys close to getting vaccinated, or is, uh, uh, or is it still oh, a while yet? It'll be well, a while for me and Kayla. Yeah, it'll so, be a while for us in our June, age July. Yeah. Um, the current track is end of June latest. Yeah. Um, but for us, it would be probably late, late May, early June. The 20 year olds will be probably late June. Uh, uh, by, by that time, that's the goal anyway. And right now that's where, where we're at. And the allotments of shipments coming in should allow for that. Um, the only thing that would get in the way of that is our current outbreak might slow vaccinations down and we're trying, that's why they're clamping down as hard as they are right now to be able to maintain vaccination schedules going on so that we can keep that timetable. Uh, but, uh, but no, uh, like my dad has one dose, mom's got hers coming up next week, her first dose, M's got one dose, uh, and that's it. And that's either because of their age group. Or, you know, am is a healthcare worker. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, in the States, you guys are, are enjoying it because Pfizer is in the U.S. And so as the host country, you're getting, I think, almost like 85% or 80-some percent of all vaccines are going directly into the, into the States, which is why the States is basically just cranking those bad boys out right now and, and getting them into arms. Um... <clears throat> Will asks, have you ever reinvented your image or rebranded? No. Uh, no. I've been, I've thought I mean, I've about it. Logos and stuff, but yeah. I always tell people like, um, um, I see this a lot where streamers, content creators, they, they hit a bit of a funk and they, um, they also just are in the better term. And this sounds bad, but they're, they're failing. Um, they're failing and and things are going downhill and so a lot of the time the way to fix that is more so to make changes on the content you're creating consistency schedule um being truthful with what you're doing you're just not there's a reason why like sometimes yeah it's out of your control where you know things like the game you're playing is just no longer viable like that just happens um but then you also got to prepare yourself for those things so a lot of the times streamers they're just not doing the things that they need to do to stay relevant and to grow and to maintain. So instead what they think is, well, I'm just going to go ahead and rebrand. I'm going to change my Twitch name. I'm going to change my Twitter handle. I'm going to change all of my, my logos and stuff. And it quite literally does the complete opposite. It actually speeds up your death um, as a, as a content creator. And nine times out of 10, you will guys will notice when somebody rebrands, they end up going back to the old brand within 30 days. You know, if it's, if it's if, kind of yeah, like, you know what, it, you know what it reminds me of? So like I've considered dropping war out of my name, but more or less just cause I wanted to get the war out of my name. Not cause I felt like rebranding, but you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like, you know, when, when, uh, relationship analogy and a relationship ends. And the first thing a girl will do is she'll go out and she'll do, she does what she gets her hair cut. She might even dye her fucking hair. And it's like clockwork. Every time a breakup happens, if, you know, if, if, if you know a girl who's in dating age and she's not married or some shit, and you see her, 
one day she's got her, you know, her standard hair she's had for a while, it's longer, whatever, and then the next day she's cut like three quarters of that shit off, and it's purple? You know she just went through a fucking breakup pretty much immediately. And it's like, and it's like, it's like a cathartic thing. It's like a starting over, pressing the reset button. I need to look different. I don't even want to look the same because oh, I have this attachment to how things were when I looked this way. And I think with the streaming thing, when people are, are really, you know, failing hard and, they, and they've, they've gone from a high high and then sometimes quickly they'll drop off. And the rebrands tend to happen when it's like a really quick fucking like, because they're scrambling to try and like, find their way back to where they were. I think it's just want to get rid of fucking all their old shit. They don't even want to think about it. They don't want to associate anymore. And there are ways that you can rebrand safely, but nobody does the shit. Like if you're going to ever rebrand, no. you have to you have to plan this shit for months out. You have to be informing your viewers, your community daily whenever you're st- if it's streaming or if you're on YouTube, you have to remind them, you have to say, "Hey, this is coming up. We're working towards this." gradually incorporate the new imagery so that they see that and they recognize it because so much of it if you go live they see a logo they don't look at a name they see a logo they're like got that i know what that is um same on youtube so you have to get them used to the imagery and shit but most people when they do this they literally just go and 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 pay somebody to make a new logo they come up with a new name they change their twitch name which changes the url which is the biggest reason why you die because yep. the URL doesn't work anymore for for anyone, and then uh, and then they do that in like a forty eight hour period with yep. no warning, and it too extreme. Yeah, has the opposite effect. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, logos and stuff. Yeah, you That's can change fine. them. Yeah, logos are are fine to a degree as long as there's some re- usually is like a resemblance. Of- yeah, you, you slowly morph that shit. You don't it, just that, fucking like yeah. you know. You know what? I, I, I would say this from experience and, and what I've seen over the years is a lot of the time when it comes to content creators, rebranding isn't the answer. It's about it's rarely the answer. It's about digging deep and being honest with yourself on the reasons why you're failing. Yeah. Sometimes it is like your time is done. And the reality is, is you just don't have what it takes uh, in this environment to make it sucks to hear that. Um, and then, but a lot of the times that's not it. A lot of the time is, you're just not doing what you need to do. We're in an industry that is so competitive. Like in RP, if I don't stream like a minimum of 70 hours a week, I'm falling behind. I'm just falling behind because there are people that are doing 80 hours, 90 hours, 100 hours. They're just go, go, go. They're in front. They're winning people over. Those people are getting attached to those people. You know, I, that when I'm not on, my viewers are watching somebody else. And then when I'm on, if that somebody else is there and now they're attached to that storyline and they haven't been as connected to mine, they're going to stick over there and I'm going to start to fall. That's why, you know, we're in an industry where you have to be in people's faces all the time. And the thing is, is not everybody is cut out for that. And if you're not cut out for that, then it's not branding that's going to change your success because you're still going to run into the same problems. It is your ability to follow through and, and, and do what it takes to, uh, to, you know, to be successful in this, whatever your definition of success is. So, yeah, rebranding, there is a time and place, but a lot of it's, time is- it's not. It's not often why people are doing it, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Xenon Slayer asks, what was your what was the first social media platform you joined? 
And if it was MySpace, was your page tasteful, or should it have been, or should it have come with a photo sensitivity warning? <laughs> mine was mine was MySpace, and uh, MySpace, uh, and it was slash Maximus. Let me see if it's still up. Oh, it got removed. It's off now. Rip. It was like Maximus MC, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and now it's yeah, it's gone. But uh, yeah, I I used to be up there, and I had some of my old songs from when I was like sixteen years old uh, <laughs> on there and stuff. And then like the big like social media platform that I had joined was Facebook. And yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. sort of yeah. Yeah, I had I had uh, I had MySpace. Uh, I wasn't pushing anything. It was just kind of like everyone had MySpace or whatever the fuck it was, and um, my page wasn't you know as as. Some pages were legitimately like fucking acid trips. The whole page was like moving GIF colors, and the worst was when somebody had auto playing music, and it, you had to scroll all the way down to the bottom of their fucking page to find the player. And MySpace's audio player was like three pixels ac across. Shit was almost impossible to find. That drove me crazy. But yeah, I had I had MySpace there uh, for a bit. Um, and then it would have been Facebook would have been the the first major major outside of myspace which was basically what killed myspace was facebook so um that was yeah that was kind of the the order of of operations and you know pre-social media you know it was your msn messenger icq geo cities i had like three <laughs> geo geo, i had like three geo cities websites um one of which was uh video game cheat codes where i quite literally just went to like cheat code central or uh game faqs or or game facts or some shit and i stripped the cheats off of their page and i put it on mine there you go do what you gotta do you do what you gotta do Do what you gotta do um dineves asks if you were given one million canadian pesos tax-free what would you do with it property uh property yeah. property <laughs> property 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 wait five to ten years sell it bank the rest buy one house and then invest the rest in some long-term shit and, and retire when i'm fucking 55 <laughs> i would i would uh i would probably give my parents each quarter of a million then take the other uh the other half you know pay off my home and Fuck that. Property, 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 more property. Pay them later. <laughs> Pay them with the, when you make the money off I of a million. So, you That's know. That's true. You do. Uh, That's true. You know, adding more would just m more work. And really, at this point, one million is only going to buy you about two properties anyway. So, yeah, you, know. you get, yeah, you, you definitely get two. You could probably get three. Three would probably. be, yeah, probably be with three. Get three. Uh, Danish Devil asks, what was your favorite single player campaign on a mainly multiplayer game? Do you miss when a campaign was standard practice? Read it one more time. What was your favorite single-player campaign that mm. was from a game that was mainly a multiplayer game? And do you miss when campaign uh, campaign was like the standard thing and not just multiplayer first, campaign second thought? Yeah. Um, that was mainly multiplayer. Um, I would say... Yeah, I would probably say Halo. It, I, I would go between Halo Two. I would say Halo Two or Modern Warf, uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 
Yeah, those be those are the two I was I was gonna uh, I was gonna like, pick. Modern Warfare was a fun. I I haven't played it in a long time. I don't know if it would still hold up. The campaign in Modern Warfare one and two were both very good. Yeah, and the multiplayer was obviously what revolutionized the entire fucking first person shooter industry moving forward. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, uh, those the are my Modern two Warfare, my two picks. Yeah. Those are those would be my. It's kind that's kind of an easy. Those are kind of easy picks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and do I miss when campaigns were first and foremost? Yes, actually, honestly, because sometimes I feel like it made the, the multiplayer better because it gave context to the multiplayer. Um, I, I, I miss campaign games as well because I miss not having to play with other, with other people. Yeah. I, I just like, sometimes I just want my own experience, right? It's like, sometimes I want to go to the movie theater and by myself. Yeah. And I want to watch a movie. I don't want to be sitting beside a friend that's going to like, small talk me or whatever sometimes i just want an escape by myself be in my own mind mm. and be done with it mm. i don't always want to be like that i would much rather play multiplayer games like how i do yeah but when it comes to a campaign experience i don't need it to be online and super interconnected and like you know i'll you know have somebody drop in on your play like dude i don't want you to drop in on my play i just want to play my own fucking game and I want to be left to my own devices and have my own opinions and deal with my own stuff. You know what I also uh, miss, even though I yeah. know I can turn it all off, being always online and connected and how yeah. some single player games still require you to be always online and then constantly seeing like, you know, people signing in, people signing in, this person's doing this, this person's doing that and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I just want to play the fucking game uninterrupted. You yes. know, let me just yeah. play the game. Uh, last question. Let's see here. Uh, Jorbach ask, uh, asks, what's a sponsor that you low-key want to approach you, but they never have? And if the sponsor phone rang tomorrow, uh, who would you want it to be? Um, My number one pick... My number one pick would probably be... Uh, Probably would be Rockstar. As a sponsor? Yes. Do they do that? Rockstar? I, I don't think so. No, I don't think many on the Twitch. There might be one or two mega streamers that are part of like big organizations that are sponsored like by quote them. quote unquote like Rockstar partner or some shit. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Thing. Like um, I don't think they do much in the streaming world, but I would say like Rockstar Red Bull, um, like an energy drink because I do drink those. Um all the time which i probably shouldn't but i do <laughs> and um it'd be cool to like have a, a fridge behind me with the sponsor and and have just like a bunch of stuff in there um so yeah i, I would say i would say that's probably that's like that's one of the sponsors that i would probably shouldn't say this out loud um that's one of the sponsors that i wouldn't necessarily look for maximum dollars hmm. you know Mm. it would be more of like, Hey, it'd be more of an achievement thing. It would be like, I'd still want to get paid. Um, absolutely. Cause I know I can promote things well, but it's not one of those things where I'm going to go back and forth a lot. And I'm like looking for like top, top dollars. It's like, Hey, supply me with a bunch of energy drinks, pay me a fair wage. I'm in, you don't even have to ask me twice. I'm in. Um, that's, that's one of those sponsors, you know? Um, for me, um, Man, when I, when I actually had enough viewers to even be considered for sponsorship, I turned down a lot of sponsors because I'm an asshole. 
um and I only and I only take sponsorships personally on my stream if it's a product I actually personally use and and endorse. Uh, I've never been somebody to be like, you know, like I wasn't gonna start wearing razor headphones. I would uh, if you paid me. And I mean, I, I would now, but I'm, no, you know, <laughs> I, I could. I, I, I couldn't because like all all I've got all I've got is my name and my fucking word in this fucking life, you know. So if I'm if I'm like pushing shit products and people are like. This guy was like was saying this was like actually good shit, and I went out and spent my money on it. And it was garbage. Oh, well, now my word means like fucking nothing, right? So for me, I've never been able to do that. Sponsors that I would have taken, but never did, because either a at the time they weren't actually handing out sponsorships, uh, and they didn't enter the game until later, um, uh, or or still don't. Some of these guys still don't probably, but yeah, Logitech is obviously one for sure. I, mean, I can. There are very few Logitech products that aren't worth the money that they charge for them, and they make, they Neumann, make pretty great on, stuff. Like, Neumann, I would just be like, oh. Uh, Sennheiser, Sennheiser. Uh, for headphones and microphones. Um, Audient for their interfaces, um, which in fairness, they we did a trade. I wrote an article for them, and they sent me an ID22 that, that one time. Um, you know, those are those are probably off the top of my head, the ones that... that uh, you just, could probably still get those, like if if you if you want but, but i could but it wouldn't come with anything that would be worthwhile like i was i wouldn't be making i wouldn't be making enough money every month to like yeah you could get products yeah and that's it and i'm not in it to get products i can go buy my own fucking products the shit ain't that fucking hot right you know yeah, yeah, you know yeah. if i got sennheiser okay that's different you're gonna send me out a fucking like mkh you know 14 yeah or a camera, you know. Hey, listen, the camera that you th that you were thinking about spending a large amount of money on, you could reach out to them and be like, "Hey, yeah, a Fuji, a Fuji." Hey, listen, bro, you could reach out to them and say, "Hey, I'll use this as my webcam uh uh camera for the podcast, and I'll tell people about it." And I'm I'll definitely going to need a hot tub for that one. Hey, you never know; it could get you a free camera, right? They don't need to pay you; just send me the camera. I'll do a review. I'll use it on the stream. I'll let everybody know what's up. Those There's are. It could, it could happen, but I mean, they, they, uh, they're pretty stingy with those cause they're very expensive. Uh, the reviewers often uh, have to send them back after they're done with the review, for example. Give me one. Uh, but, uh, all the same. Yeah. I mean, I, that's my thing. I've never, I, I, I have to at least know that I would personally use it before I'd, I'd hawk the product. And my, unfortunately I have very expensive taste. And so that's, uh, you know, people oh. then I, I just do expensive taste. I have very expensive taste. Um, like the yeah. finer things in life, huh? Uh, I like to buy things once and then I don't have to worry about it for a long time. I'm very similar, dude. <laughs> I'm very similar with yeah. that. I like, am. I am. I'm the guy that, like, if I did the grocery shopping, the bill would probably be thirty percent more. You know, if I yeah. go to the if I go to the mall and there's like something that I want, like for example, there's headphones. Yeah. I'll. I'll I'm the type of guy that will buy like the most expensive variant. Yeah. Just to like. It's not even like a status thing. It's just like, hey, I'm going to spend the money so that I don't have to spend this money again in one year or two years. Yes. I'm going to get, because I know if it's cheap, I'm going to bust it up pretty quick and then I'll end up buying another one, which will ultimately cost me more in the long run. So why not just spend the money now if I'm in the market for it and I really need something, do it right the first time yes. or don't do it at all. Yes. That's just it. That's like for, like for me right now, uh, like this TV is holy fuck almost 10 years old and um uh, it's cr the only reason why i'm even considering dropping money on a new television right now is because on the couch my feet don't get as fucked up and i can't really 
adequately hook my PC into this current TV because it's a 10-year-old plasma. It's not really built to be a TV for a, a computer monitor or even really... It's not even that hot as a console fucking, <laughs> like, plug-in. It's fire for movies and TV, but that's about it. So, like, you know, I, I like to buy something and then just fucking walk the fuck away and not have to worry about it for a long time. So, yeah, expensive taste, but it's also why I buy a Toyota. Yeah, for the right reasons. Expensive taste for the right reasons. For the right reasons. reasons. You know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not buying fucking Kanye West's latest shoes, for example. Hell no. Neither, neither should I. neither should pretty much anyone else, to be honest with you. Should probably just avoid that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the Technical Alpha Podcast for another week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed yourself. Uh, we'll be back next week, of course, with more gaming news and everything in between. Make sure to go uh, get on over to youtube.com slash TV. Hit the uh, subscribe and bell icon so that you can uh, watch the podcast there. Just leave it running in the background. It's for the watch time. We don't need you to literally watch it. Leave a comment. Maybe like it if you did. And then of course, leave us reviews if you're listening to this on, uh, on iTunes or other, other places where you can leave reviews for your podcasts. That's a great way to help us out as well. And if you want to help us out financially, because you're just stepping up to the plate like that, patreon.com slash TV is the place to do exactly that. Uh, and until we see you guys next week, thank you so much once again for stopping by. Stay safe out there. Uh, get your vaccines when you can. And until then, peace! Peace!